Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans? It's your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, December 11th. And on the show, I'm going to be joined by friend Mayor Zilberberg of Leafs Nation, page six. And we are going to bring you This Week in Hockey, as we have done a couple times now. And uh, something trying to do at least once a month. Just looking back, hot topics all across the hockey world. And I'm sure you will enjoy our conversation. Before we get to that, let me remind you that the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Casts, wherever you do find podcasts, please subscribe. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. The podcast is also on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins and Instagram at Locked On Boston Bruins and you can also find me on both platforms at Ian C. McLaren. I have put together a Linktree link that um, directs you to the top links for the podcast, as well as to the Twitter and Instagram uh, feeds, which I will share with you once this podcast is published once again. Uh, so if you do need to find the podcast, please, uh, yeah, refer to that and uh, anything you need will be there. What else was I going to say? Yeah, that's pretty much it, I think, by way of introduction. Like I said, had a great chat with, with Mare and uh, catching you all up on the hot topics around hockey this week. Not much in the way of Bruins news. Nothing yet in terms of a formal return to play plan, but hopefully that will be announced over the next couple of days and we can start to look ahead at training camp and also get some idea as to whether Zdeno Chara will be back or not. That's probably the one remaining question mark uh, apart from any further uh, trades or signings or professional tryout offers that Don Sweeney may extend. But uh, we'll get to that all next week, as well as uh, the continuation of our Which Bruins Wore Best series, looking at uh, numbers 40 through 49 on Monday. All right, it is Friday, and that means we are going to continue our semi-regular This Week in Hockey segment with friend of the show, uh, Mayor Zilberberg from Leafs Nation, covers the Toronto Six for them, as well as a page six weekly column as well, looking into kind of what's going on around the league, mostly Leafs, but also just NHL in general. And uh, yeah, it's great to have you back on the podcast, Mayor. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, looks like my town is going into the red COVID zone over the weekend. So that's not great. But um, personally, okay. I guess it will affect us mostly because arenas will be closing. No so more hockey for the boys. Hockey, I guess. Uh, but yeah. What's the situation in your neck of the woods? Um, 
in my town, we're okay right now. They are starting to prepare for things to get worse. So we got like a survey from the schools about COVID testing at school if they need to. Um, but otherwise right now it's okay. New York City is not fantastic, which is not far away. Um, but I think, you know, just like everywhere else, we're sort of buckling down and preparing to stay home more over the winter with the hopes that as we get to spring, you know, things start to improve everywhere. We're, we're sort of hoping that there's a light at the end of the tunnel at this point. Is New York City as bad as it was like back in the spring? Because that yeah. was, the, it yeah. is? Yeah, they've closed schools for now, so. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah, know. New York City schools are closed and are virtual at the moment. Whoa. And we are not out here where I live on Long Island. Our schools are still open. Sounds crazy. Well, speaking of uh, COVID and young people, I guess we maybe we can start talking about uh, World Juniors, which is supposed to start on December 25th, Christmas Day, uh, for those of you who forgot, in Edmonton. And Alberta is, I think, I think I saw that if Alberta was a country, it would be the fourth worst country in the world right now for COVID. So not a great spot to be hosting a tournament, but it'll be a bubble situation. But uh, what are your thoughts on the world juniors and whether or not it should be a thing this year? Well, they keep, they keep um, announcing teams that have like players and staff who are out with COVID, right? Every day there's more and more. This team's down four players. This team's down three coaching staff. Sweden's freaking out. Like, I don't even, if you can't get to the bubble healthy, how are you going to have a healthy bubble? Mm -hmm. Like they're at two weeks now, just over two weeks for quarantine, like until it starts, which is the time for quarantine. So I don't know how they're going to have a tournament in a bubble when they can't get there. I don't know. I think I saw like Sweden in particular was thinking of adding coaches that already live over here. Like I saw Daniel Alfredson's name was mentioned. Okay. Uh, Maybe they can get around it that way by not having to travel over from Europe and things like that. But um, I mean, yeah, it's a, well, what are they going to do about the players who right now are sick? Like, are they going to bring them into the bubble later or that's it? They're out. I guess they're out because they need that full two weeks to quarantine, I guess. And right. So if it does go ahead. It won't be necessarily like the best, best on best per se at that age group. Right. It's just a tournament. And I mean, if, if everyone going into the bubble is healthy, listen, the NHL bubble worked to, to many people, including my surprise. Yeah, so yeah. the bubble situation can work if they can get there healthy, but that's the problem. Like it's not just if they're traveling from where they are now, it's not just them being healthy. Now they have to get there. Right. Exactly. And that is exposure in and of itself. So I would hope that they're testing everyone. Like they should be coming over today, tomorrow and quarantining for two weeks. Yeah, exactly to make sure that they're healthy. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like once they get the bubble in Edmonton has proven to have worked. Um, But yeah, it's just getting everybody into the bubble. And And the the NBA bubble worked pretty well too, didn't it? I think so, yeah. Except for the odd player 
Right, one or two, but then they were able to isolate and keep it from spreading. Yeah, so by and large, it worked, but the NHL bubble really worked. I mean, they had zero positive tests the entire way through in both bubbles. There were two bubbles. That's right. So, so the bubble in theory works if, if you get to the bubble healthy, which is sort of, I feel like the question now with world juniors. And at that point too, the Toronto and Edmonton were a bit better off in terms of. Yes. That's true. In the summer, things were way better. I mean, I was in Toronto for the summer, thankfully, and it was such a better situation. There were like a handful of cases a day. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know what it was. We're in a different situation now and we need to, I feel like, I I mean, I understand it. Let's, this is even bigger than hockey, but people have such fatigue and just want, you know, we got the taste of normal over the summer and people want normal. And so they're sort of moving ahead. But what we really need to be doing is, is buckling down for a little while longer. And then we get to the warmer weather and the spring and summer and it will get better again. And that's going to coincide with the vaccine and things are going to improve. But I feel like, people and corporations and leagues and hockey, everyone just wants normalcy and, <laughs> and we're, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. I feel like January and February could be pretty, uh, pretty rough. Right. Until we get there. I mean, and, and I want, maybe this is a good seg into it, but like hockey starting in January too. And how, yes. is that going to work? And it's not a bubble. There are, not it's bubble. not bubbles. Let me, Interject to talk for a moment about Built Go. Built Go is an amazing new product from the makers of Built Bar. It can help you break through the mental or physical wall that we all hit every day. It comes in easy to take in one and a half ounce packages, and it is quite simply the best workout gel on the market. It's a five hour energy boost without the same crash feeling, plus, it's natural, better for the body. It comes in three delicious flavors peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. And it is loaded with good stuff to ignite your workday. Beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. There's also collagen protein that promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. If you go to builtgo.com and use promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. So, yeah, I think you and I had talked about the divisional setup previously and i guess um the worldwide leader in sports didn't quite get it right and pierre lebrun the other day tweeted out some newer okay so i was thinking about this last night after we said we were going to talk about the divisions again so so did he get it wrong or did they listen to the pod a few weeks ago realize that they had messed up by separating rivals and redo the divisions because i think that that's what happened and actually, there's still some go. They're, they're still not set in stone because of that specific thing. Right now, the way LeBron had it, there's issues in the Western Conference, I guess, with teams. Um, for example, St. Louis and Chicago currently not in the same division, and there's some talk about swapping Minnesota with St. Louis or. Dallas, something like that. And that would be really weird. The one really other weird thing is that Tampa and Florida are also now Western Conference or in like a Western Conference uh, division as well, which could set up, technically could set up, you know, Tampa, Tampa, Boston, Stanley Cup final per se, which would be kind of cool. 
Um, the sure. Leafs, of course, there the Canadian division will be set. In That's it. It's set. That there's been no. I just is this is this highlighting for the league what many fans have been saying for a long time, which is that the current divisions, as they usually are, make no sense. Yeah, they're they're pretty stupid either way. Like I if, wish if, if the stupid. realignment is so difficult, what yeah. does that tell you about how things normally stand? Uh, it doesn't make sense. And again, we talked about before too, the Canadian division, people are saying, oh, should we keep this permanent? Is this a sign of things to come? But it still doesn't make sense in terms no, of- No, it doesn't make sense because of the time zones. You have exactly. to jump the, the time zones all the time. The it doesn't, it doesn't make sense there either. East I mean, it's the only one that West makes West. sense in the for COVID purposes. Exactly. Like the Canadian division makes sense for COVID, whereas none of the others seem to make any sense right. and doesn't make sense the rest of the time. Yeah, exactly. Now the new so, division. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You keep going. I was just going to say the new division that the Bruins are supposed to be in is basically kind of a Metro division with Buffalo. So it's Boston, Buffalo, the Islanders, Rangers, Devils, Flyers, and then Pittsburgh and Washington. And that's just a, uh, Pretty difficult, pretty difficult setup. I think it's obviously much more difficult than a Canadian division. Uh, yeah, it wasn't difficult until we got to Flyers, Pittsburgh, Washington. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you think four teams from there, yeah, I would think the Bruins yeah. would still be a playoff team, but um, yeah, no, that's weird. I I think out of all the suggestions i've seen the one that was tweeted this morning that you retweeted yes by Fulman was the best yeah did you want to uh yeah like i mean you know we have the, the the there's there are many beautiful moments in this division alignment scenario but my favorite is the division called league rigged in our favor division where boston's at the top right there does it make sense there's no it makes that total that sense yep yeah. Absolutely. I love that one. Slight so, you know, in that one too, Boston would be a playoff team for obvious reasons. There's no uh, evidence that the league rigs things in favor of the Boston Bruins. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. There's no evidence at all. Well, what is whatsoever. What is the evidence? Yeah. There is like every Toronto Boston game ever. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. <laughs> is the evidence like we we'll just sit down and go through them all well if the leafs for fun no, no, you, you know you know how that's gonna go if you and i have that conversation it's gonna go like every conversation where we disagree if the and leafs how do those in a playoff end? series in a all canadian division then they never will that's true and fair i had that conversation with a friend this morning too where he was like Toronto should absolutely win. And I'm like, what Toronto should do and tor what Toronto does do are not always the same. Although I did see that um, former Leafs GM, Brian Burke says the Canadians are the best team in the Canadian division. Thoughts? I, th those were my thoughts. I, I laughed. <laughs> and they are pretty good. They did improve over the off season. Those were my thoughts. Yeah, okay. I mean whatever listen if if the all canadian division brings us a habs leafs rivalry that where they're like almost on par i'm actually all for that because that's like my childhood that was fun 
Mm-hmm. I, that was that was a good time. I'd much rather at this point in my life watch that over and over and over again than watch the Leafs play the Bruins. Yeah, that's the other thing, right? Like the teams will only play teams within their division, so it's going to be over and over and over again. But it's only what it's fifty-six games. Is that what they I said? Yes. So it is. I don't. So know, it's not terrible. But how many times will they play each other? A lot. I don't I don't do math well. The other day I got my children's ages wrong, so Oh my gosh. Seven times. I got your kids' ages right. I got my own wrong. Yes. That that happens, yeah. So yeah, I guess the latest too is that they had said they're targeting a January thirteenth. Thirteen. Date, yeah. But um yeah. I guess insider trading on TSN last night, they said that some execs and agents still skeptical of that return date and just because it's yeah it's it's creeping up we're two weeks away from christmas three weeks away from new year's camps would need to start on like the second i think so yeah and wasn't there a thing i talked about this for leafs nation last week the players were were holding fast christmas at home like they didn't want to have to travel before then so if they have to quarantine for two weeks after Christmas, then camps can't start until the 10th. Right. I guess, yeah, how does that work? You're supposed to, I guess you maybe you have to be be in your NHL city and quarantine up until then? Maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, unless they're going to bring their, I, I don't know. It seems very complicated. Like for European players in particular who might not be over here yet. Now, that being said, many European Leafs players seem to be in Toronto mm-hmm. based on social media activity. Right. I'm sorry. I have not been following the Boston players. On social uh, media. I, I haven't checked that. I mean, I would be, I will be checking on David Pasternak because he had issues quarantining prior to the bubble. Well, let's see what his Instagram says now. Where is he? he was, I did see him posting from the old town in Prague the other day, but, uh, Get your ass over here, Pasternak, because we don't want any repeat yeah, stories. Yeah, it doesn't say. On November 11th. Um, I just know that Nick Robertson, who's from the U.S., stayed in Canada. Freddie Anderson, who is from Denmark and has a place in California, was at the Muzzin House in Toronto the other day. So he's in Toronto. Wasn't he living with Austin Matthews this summer? In Arizona, yes, but he left when Austin got COVID. Right, yeah. But that was before the bubble. After that, I don't know. That was before the bubble. Was he living with him or was he babysitting him? That's the question. I mean, they are the same thing. True, 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 true. But anyways, so some of them are in Toronto. So I don't know what that says about when they've been told training camp starts. That was the point of me mentioning that. Right. So I don't know, but they still need to like, I think that any execs um, who are skeptical are right to be so because we don't, it's an ever-changing situation with COVID. Yeah, and we exactly. don't know what things are going to look like. Mm-hmm. But January 13th really seems like a lofty goal. Because my one of my fantasy keeper leagues, we will not draft until one week before the season starts, and it's really hanging over me. Yeah, you, that, uh, you think about that quite a bit. It's a salary cap league, so I have to decide if I'm going to let some players loose. Which one is this? 
this is a salary cap keeper hockey league that I'm in with some friends based in Sarnia, Ontario. And it's, um, is this one of the ones you've asked me about? Probably. I have the fifth overall pick in the draft and, um, yeah, some hard decisions to make. Do I let Shane Gostaspare go? Do I trade Matt Dumba? Do I? I don't know if you've asked me about this one. Trade You're in like seven Landeskog. leads. It's very stressful. You have Landeskog? I do, yep. Did you just say, do I trade him? I mean, yeah, he's going to be a free agent after this season, which means he'll probably get a raise, which means you have to project into the future to see. Yeah, but his contract is beautiful and he's beautiful you know if you have Gabe Landeskog you don't trade him I can't base it on that have Have I told you that Gabe Landeskog is like my favorite non-leaf player in hockey maybe yeah former Kitchener Ranger I love him Kitchtown it's a big rival of the the Wolf Storm so I don't really like any Kitchener Rangers former Kitchener Mm -hmm. Rangers players Built Bar is quite simply the best tasting protein bar out there. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, nut and non-nut, and each is gluten-free and covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, High fiber, great if you're on the keto diet. For example, if you just want the peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams net carbs. It's a great snack to help you get through the day, and I can't recommend it enough. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you can get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Speaking of junior hockey, uh, kind of a down note, there was a, a kind of a development in the abuse and harassment um, lawsuit that's been filed by a bunch of former junior players uh, by Rick Westhead of TSN. He reported on it and just some, I don't really want to get into the details of it because it's pretty sickening to be honest, but just. Um, but I do think it's important for people interested in and involved in hockey to make themselves aware of. So, you know, check out Rick Westhead's report, you know, when you feel prepared to, Right. but the details are like the details are troubling. Yeah. To say the least. The formal way that they put it is junior hockey uh, perpetuated a toxic environment, which condones violent, discriminatory, racist, sexualized, homophobic conduct, including physical and sexual assault on underage players. Um, And the thing that got me is that the youngest player in the lawsuit, he's only 27, so that he played until 2014. Like when I'm going to junior hockey games now, I don't really, I hadn't been thinking about this as like a present issue, but it's kind of naive to think that this, kind of stuff isn't still going on to some degree, right? Would you agree with that? No, I definitely agree with that. I, it would be very naive to think that. And yeah. and and the role of some of the billet families is so troubling. Mm-hmm. Like these people who are supposed to be safe havens. I don't know, it, it's all, it, it, and if this is what it's like in junior hockey when they're young and kids, what do we think it's like for 
you know, later on. And mm-hmm. some of the players, when they get to the NHL, they're still really young mm-hmm. and yeah. they've been away from home their whole lives. And just uh, this hockey culture needs to change. Hockey yeah. culture needs to change. It's not, it, it's not okay. It's pretty sickening. Like I even just think of the few times that I've, you know, interviewed junior players or been able to chat with them. It's like, what, what is going to happen to you later today or what has happened to you already today or last week? It's just, it's really sad to think about. Yeah. And that they're not talking about because hockey is their life and they know that if they talk about it, they could be losing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really sad. And hopefully, I don't know, hopefully this leads to, um, yeah, just more change. It's interesting because I've seen, there's a lot of, um, junior teams that like might be up for sale because of COVID and just a financial strain. Right. But how, who's going to want to buy a junior hockey team right now with kind of this lawsuit hanging over the team. Right. But, or is that, or is it an opportunity for a fresh start? Get some new people in there. True. who, Who have a different perspective. The other kind of, uh, where is that other one? Scandal that uh, yeah. dropped. Yeah, it's related. It's all related, right? Related, yeah. With the, um, I guess it was, it's not the Pittsburgh Penguins per se. It was an incident that took place with the AHL team. Yeah, where, and the coach. Um, a former assistant coach filed a lawsuit against the Penguins claiming his former boss, so the former head coach of Wilkes-Barre Scranton, sexually assaulted his wife and that he was fired for reporting the incident to the team, which is uh, unreal. Which is and, the same sort of problematic, right? Yeah. It's the hockey culture doesn't value that, doesn't doesn't value the victim's story and the victim and the people who support the victim and people coming forward. They, they protect the abusers. Yeah. And the thing here, too, is that um, Bill Guerin, he was the assistant general manager, I think, with the Penguins then, and the AGM typically oversees the AHL club, so meaning he was kind of right, definitely in the mix with this situation. He would have been making the decisions to fire uh, this assistant coach, and now he's the general manager of the Minnesota Wild. I haven't really heard much in terms of whether it's looking into it or what but um I mean well I think that not I mean not that it's not rightfully so but I think that the junior hockey story kind of overshadowed this one yeah there wasn't as much noise about it and and as we've seen I think over the past six months people making noise in the hockey community actually get stuff done yeah true um and I do think that this story about the Penguins AHL got a little bit buried in other things that were happening. So, you know, at some point that needs to come back around. Sure. Big week for Rick Westhead of TSN breaking, uh, breaking some big, he has been doing that. I mean, kudos to him because he's he's really out there, like talking about the important things and hockey culture and, and going against the grain of what hockey media usually talk about and report on. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, yeah, good on TSN for, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. That giving him that platform. Insight, for sure. Totally. Uh, I can't think of it. Was there any other hockey topics that you, that uh, jumped out this week? No, I think that was, I mean, that's what's happened. 
happening. Unfortunately, some of it is not. So, you know, we're, yeah, COVID and is the game, is the league going to start back up again? And is World Juniors going to happen? And mm-hmm. that's it. That's where we are. Well, I've been filling my time in the evenings with um, a watch of Justified upon your recommendation. Yeah. And I'm very much, very much enjoying it. I even have the theme song as my ringtone currently. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for that recommendation. Let me, where is that? Uh, let's pull it Are you going to play the theme song? Of course. <laughs> I if I can get my ringer to work. Uh, what have you been watching lately? So I watched Queen's Gambit. Did I talk about that last time? I love Queen's Gambit. We watched watch the whole thing straight through. I, it, I think it's one of my favorite shows ever at this point. It's so well done. Yeah, yeah, it's so good ever eh wow yeah ever although i am i'm very guilty of recency bias when i talk about these things so um because remember when we first talked about pop culture you probably don't remember i was like i loved ozark so much and like i still have loved ozark but at the time that was like more recent actually Um, uh, there's crossover casting between ozark and justified your yes the past yes from uh yes it's like a similar, yes, it's a similar sort of, it's not a similar show, but it kind of is a similar show. A I mean, I knew you'd like Justified, so. Actually, one right. of the episodes we watched last night, uh, Chadwick Boseman was in it as well, which was kind of sad. I don't remember that. I probably didn't know who he was back when I watched it. It was, um, it was the one where Karen, her brother-in-law is in trouble, and then he steals a car from like this drug dealer guy. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Magic and... Oh my God. Wow. Drug dealer, aspiring magician. And this guy like shot a hole through his hand. So he was all mad because it's mad. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. That would have been before. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Justified is older. Um, And I know Lauren is liking it too. Yes. Yeah. Reason similar to why I liked it at the beginning. Um, Big Timothy Oliphant. I mean, Um, and we're watching Ted Lasso. What? What was that? And who 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 wouldn't be a Timothy? Oliphant? A Timothy Oliphant fan. That's Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. No, 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 no. That's perfect. Also, we're watching Ted Lasso, which I highly, highly recommend. And I've said this to you, but it reminds me of Schitt's Creek, not at all in like what it's about, mm. but in the fact that it's so smart and well done, but also such a feel-good, happy show, which is a really hard. Um, duality to live in as a sitcom or as a not a sitcom as a comedy um to be so smart and well done but also like it just makes you happy and feel it and it's not like there's nothing negative or bad or tense about it so i also highly recommend ted lasso yeah it's great um and i've been reading a lot more your influence i think yeah yeah me too actually i started this what is this? Is it David Bald? I can't remember. Baldacci? I don't know. How do you say it? Yeah, but no, it's Baldacci. Baldacci. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, I've, been, I've been really into that Camel Club book so far. It's really good. It is good. Camel Club is a great series by David Baldacci. Mm, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I've also been watching Modern Family a little bit lately, and I was thinking of starting a fan club and calling it the MFers, but I don't know if that would be inappropriate or not. 
You're, that reminds me of a story you told me the other day about one of your kids that I won't mention on air. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yes, uh, that was uttered. That exact phrase, not the, not the uh, R-rated version. Yeah, but that doesn't. Does, is that worse than what I was told my kid said? Uh, no, I think that's pretty worse. That's yeah, no, I think mine. But it, at least you didn't actually say it. That's right. I was ready to flip my sh anyways that would be that would not be good at all parenting is fun folks yes it is well i guess that's uh pretty much it for this week i know you have to go i have a meeting yes. coming up i actually have a virtual christmas party today which is why i'm wearing this why you're wearing your christmas sweater, sweater and your meth bear hat meth bear hat yeah. which i love um but yeah you love all your hats you love all you have recency bias with your hats it's true it is true. I have posted. First it was I posted the Kraken. All my First it was on Twitter. the Kraken, and then it was the Guelph Storm that you yeah. got. That's true. Yeah, I do. Uh, you cycled through some hats this week. It's been a good hat year for me. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for for taking some time to chat, and um, yeah, we'll do this again. Uh, Sometime soon, I should mention as well, happy Hanukkah to you and to all the listeners out there who celebrate. I guess last night was the first night of Hanukkah. How, how did that it go? Was. It was lovely. It was lovely. I did post some pictures on Instagram video. We did a Zoom Hanukkah with my family in Toronto, which was lovely. Um, played some Hanukkah songs. Kids got lots of presents. It was nice. And does that continue tonight or how does that work? Yes. Yep. Eight. Well, seven more nights of Hanukkah. We light the candles. We say the prayers. We're doing an outdoor Hanukkah party on Saturday with some family. All right. Eight crazy nights. Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen All that. All right. I'm going to have to run, but thanks for having yes. me. No problem. Thanks for uh, doing this and we'll talk again soon for sure.